way, if you do that, this live will get shown to more people and more people will jump on, which means more people are going to start direct messaging people better, more effectively, which means the network marketing profession isn't going to get as bad a reputation because why does our profession... Why does it get such a bad reputation? Well, one of the number one contributing factors is that 99% of people who have a home-based business, okay, they do not know how to reach out and connect with new people. Why? Because they are being taught badly by leaders who probably aren't doing it themselves, okay? And part of the problem uh, with this whole you know, direct messaging is it's a completely mistaught um, it's a completely mistaught notion because what I see a lot of marketers and a lot of gurus and a lot of leaders doing is they're trying to teach people scripts that they can send to someone where they have no pre-existing relationship in order to get them as a customer and as a distributor. Now, boys and girls, I can tell you there is no script. There is no magic combination of words that will get an individual who you have no pre-existing relationship with to buy from you or join you just from one message. It doesn't happen. Not unless you're an amazing influencer and the person's been following you for a while and they've been praying and waiting for the day that you send them a message to their inbox, then yeah, okay, maybe that could happen. But generally speaking, okay, generally speaking, if you send somebody a message for the first time to connect with them, to create that new relationship, okay, and if that message is pointing back at you, that means if it's you trying to sell, uh, you're trying to sell them something, you're trying to point them towards a link, or you're trying to promote a product or a business opportunity, okay, without taking the time to get to know them, you're just going to get blocked, you're going to get reported, and it's going to completely mess up your Facebook marketing strategy, okay? I've always said, right, Sending a first message is very, very much like a first date. You want to be taking the time to be interested in the other person. You want to try and get to know them. Because here's the thing, if you invest time in getting to know somebody, you will know what makes them tick. You will be better positioned to know what you can and can't say to them. And that's why we keep talking about building relationships and getting to know people. Because the more you get to know somebody... Okay? the more you learn about them. And if you learn about them, it allows you to construct your message in such a way that's going to get them to be open and receive what you're saying, if that makes sense. Because if I've not had a conversation with somebody long enough to know that, you know, they've got a family, maybe they're struggling for money, maybe they need extra disposable income, maybe, maybe they need to cut back a little, maybe they need to make some savings or whatever. If I haven't extracted that from them, then it's gonna, I'm in a very, very difficult position, okay? So what I want to do is talk to you about how to get that initial positive response. Because, and pop this in the comments thread, okay? The aim of sending a first message, okay? To connect with a new person. The aim, the goal, is yes to actually get a reply, but to get a reply that's positive, but also to end up in their newsfeed. The question is, how do I message somebody so I end up in their newsfeed? Why do you want to be in somebody's newsfeed? Because if you end up in somebody's newsfeed, that means that they are going to see your content over and over and over again, and you can remarket to them and position yourself at some point further on down the line to be able to passively market your business and your products 
by sharing stories. Most people who join me, most people who join me as, and those of you who are customers of mine will know this, most people who join me as a customer or a team member do so because of what they've seen me post on my public facing domain, okay? The reason why they're seeing stuff on my public facing domain is because I've connected with them in the correct way. Now, if I'd gone back five years and messaged all those people to become a customer or distributor of mine, I would have blown myself out of the water, all right? So it's really, really essential that you understand the difference between active prospecting and passive marketing. So passive, passive marketing is creating content so that people reach out to you. Active prospecting is deliberately reaching out to an individual with the hope of getting them as a customer or distributor, okay? The problem is when you send a direct message, the question is, well, where do you draw the line? And the biggest question I ever get asked, biggest question is, when I connect with someone for the first time, at what point, and I've got some ideas for you here, at what point do I talk about my business or products? And there in itself lies the problem because people are too impatient. It's like you want to try and get them into bed straight away and that's just going to backfire. It's like, well, when, when can I do it? When can I do it? If you, if you are just rushing to try and drop in your business or your products, okay, your posture is going to go out the window. They are, going to, they are going to sense that you're trying to sell them on something and you will lose them forever. Okay? You will lose them forever. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you three really, really cool ways to send a message to someone to instigate a conversation. Okay? Now, if you instigate a conversation in the right way, that person's going to check you out and then you are going to become locked into their feed so that they see your content. Okay? But I'm also going to give you some tips and tricks on how you can bring up the conversation of your products and your services. So for those of you, I suppose for those of you who are in a rush and you really want to kind of get down to brass tacks, you know, at the end of the day, I do have something that I think will serve you well. Okay, but here's the rule, rule of thumb. In the first message, never ever put a link and make it all about them. Never put a link and make it all about them. I've had several messages this week. Okay, I've had several messages with people trying to prospect me. And I've had a couple of people try to do what I teach, where they pretend, they pretend to be interested in me. Then the next message is, would you have a look at my video? Don't do it. Don't do that. Don't make out that you're interested in somebody. And the minute they say, they, they reply positively, go, oh, would you have a look at a video? I'd really love your opinion. Don't do that. Just don't do it. You know, I've said it a million times. Okay, you've got to take your time. But I'm going to give you a strategy for how you can bring about the conversation of your business and your products. But I'm also going to give you a strategy, more importantly, for how you get into their newsfeed. Because if you do that, okay, that's where you're going to build the long-term brand. People like me, who've built large followings and large brands, I've not done it by directly messaging people, okay? I've done it by creating great content. 
And that's why I'm still around after five years, growing my organization, growing my fellowship. Okay, D does that make sense? Hey, do you like me and fancy getting jiggy from Shelley? Yeah, don't know if that one's going to work, but hey, he could try it. <laughs> Shelley, I hope you're seriously not putting that as an option because there's a lot of people who are easily influenced on this and they're probably going to copy and paste that and put that in. Guys, Shelley is great, but please, please, please don't send anyone a message to you fancy getting down and jiggy. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can, but that's for a completely different thing, yeah? And I have had messages like that, and I just kind of laugh at them. It's quite funny. People are always crazy people. Right, okay, so let's talk about three messages. <laughs> Absolutely, no, it's not. No. <laughs> oh, dear. I always lose concentration when I'm on these things sometimes, especially because it's hot. Uh, hi Natalie, don't worry about you being late. Right, okay, so here we go. Three things that you can do. Permission to connect, permission to share, and thanks for the comment, okay? These are really good ways of getting a positive response from someone. Because the first thing you have to understand is the difference between a solicited message and an unsolicited message. So, an unsolicited message is a message that someone wouldn't want to get. A solicited message, I suppose, is something that someone would like to receive. And the beauty is, as human beings, we kind of know what is unsolicited and what's solicited because we all kind of like and dislike the same things. We like messages where people write to us and big us up and say nice stuff. We don't like messages which are disingenuous and you know they're just using sneak tactics to try and sell us something. I think we're all kind of agreed on that, aren't we? So the first one, let's talk about that, permission to connect, okay? So permission to connect is a great one. And, and all you're doing, all you're doing here is you are, uh, you might be working in a group, you might be working from recommended friends lists or whatever, but permission to connect is basically you saying to somebody, Hey, look, you know, I spotted you in the, in, in the group. I've been looking at your content. I've noticed you've come up in suggested friends. Looks like we've got a lot in common. I'd love permission to connect and I'd love to check out some more of your content. Is that okay? Okay. Now, if you do that, permission to connect, right? You're bigging someone up. They're going to like it. They're going to feel warm and gooey and you're going to create that dopamine effect. And if you do that, more than likely what they're going to do is they're going to go to your profile and they're going to check out some of your stuff. So as long as you're creating good content, you can, you can actually create a new friend there. You might even want to say, I'm looking forward to seeing more of your content. Feel free to check out mine. Okay. Now we'll, we'll talk about how you can talk about your business in a second. All right. Second one is permission to share. Now, if you don't have a massive followership, this one is essential because one of the key ways you can create big followership, all right, is by curating content. That means, like what you're doing now, sharing content that you enjoy, okay, to your audience. And it's almost as powerful as creating your own content. If you are sharing good content and you're talking about why you're sharing it, people will really like that and they'll come back to your profile, okay? So... If you share somebody's content before you do, send them a message. Hey Steve, hey Joe, 
I saw that post you made in the, uh, the Dogs and Cats group and it really resonated with me. I thought it was great. Uh, do I have permission? Do, do I have permission to share it to my wider audience? Again, what you're doing is you're complimenting someone. You're sending them a message and you're complimenting them on their content creation and you're getting permission to share. Okay. And when you share it, okay, the person who you've asked permission from is going to see that. And again, they're going to check out your profile and they're one are going to stay close to you because they see you as someone who will share their content. So again, that's really, really powerful. And finally, thanks for the comment. If you're doing your job properly and you're creating great content, you are going to get people commenting. Now, if somebody comments on your post, you can click on their name and you can see if you've had a conversation with them. And if you haven't, then send them a message. Hey, Steve. Hey, Joe. Thanks so much for the comment. Glad it resonated with you. You know, what was it in particular that, that, that you liked? Or how are you doing? Or I just checked out your profile. It looks like you're doing really well and you've got some great content. You know, compliment them. Okay. Permission to connect. Yeah. Love to connect with you. Blah, 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 blah. Permission to share. I've seen some great content of yours. I'd love to share it. Thanks for the comment. Glad that my stuff inspired you. What was it that you liked in particular? How are you doing? What are you up to? You know, all, all that kind of stuff. If you do that and you keep it nice and simple and you're not dropping in links and promoting your business, that's going to separate you from the 99% who are doing that. And these people are going to go, wow, this person is genuine, which you have to be, okay, which you have to be. And you're going to make a proper friend. You're going to make a real friend who will start to trust you. You can build a relationship with. And then when you are starting to market your products and your business through your stories or through your content, they're going to be in a better position to want to talk to you about it. Does that make sense? If that makes sense, let me know. Gosh, I'm sweating. It's really hot in here. And I've got this light kind of beaming, uh, beaming on my face. <laughs> so that's, that's a really good way to kind of build long-term relationships. But what about... <clears throat> what about short term? Okay. What about short term? Okay. How do you bring up the conversation of your business or the products that you market? And this is what this is probably the biggest question I get from people when I'm training on how to reach out to someone for the first time because all my brand has been organic it's not been paid it's not been paid for it's all been organic so you know you can rest assured that what I give you works yeah if that makes sense cool so um how do you when I say short term that means you know in the space of you know the initial conversation and there is no absolute for this okay a lot of it will depend on how receptive uh, the individual is and really what you have to try and do is you've got to try to get the recipient to ask you what you do what is it you do okay you've got to try and get them to say what you do or what sorry what do you do okay 
If you can get good at getting people to ask you what you do, that's going to perfectly position you. But the thing is, nobody is going to ask you what you do unless you spend um, a proportionate amount of time talking about them and complimenting them. And then usually if they go and look at your profile, they'll ask you what you do. Yeah. If you really want to trigger it, if you really want to speed it up, okay, you could ask them what they do first. Because if you ask somebody what they do, often they feel obliged to ask you back. Some people don't because some people are in their own bubble. Some people are just not interested in what you do, no matter how many compliments you pay them, okay? So short term only works if the individual is friendly and inquisitive and there aren't many of those people around. But if you can get them to... Now, when they ask you what you do, okay... What do you do? You don't say, I've got a part-time business helping people do X, Y, Z, or I'm in a direct sales or network marketing business. You don't just come out and say that, okay? And I'm not saying don't be proud of what you do, but you, if you want somebody to join you or if you want somebody to purchase from you, you have to build rapport. You have to build rapport yeah so i've got two tricks for you and you're going to love this because it does work most of the time okay the way that you will build rapport is by sharing your story so if somebody asks what you do you share your story and you use the pivot method okay well, I used to be X, Y, Z. Then one day, three years ago or two months ago, uh, I found this business. A friend of mine showed it me. Uh, I got involved and it's been great ever since. I haven't looked back. It's really turned my life around. And now I'm helping loads of people do X, Y, Z. So really, when you share a story, you're talking about what you did before you started your business, how you found your business and how your life has changed now. OK, so you share that pivot story with them. Yeah. Now, here's a little hook that's going to help you. The reason why you need to find out what people do is because if they tell you that they're in childcare or they're in the NHS or they're a police officer, that then positions you to be able to say, oh, wow, OK, that's interesting because we've got quite a few NHS workers in our business and in our industry and many of them are doing really well that is how you get someone to ask that question okay it's almost like a boost because you can't sit around going oh come on ask me ask me ask me what I do ask me what I do so I can share my story please okay you can't do that okay you can't just rely on you can't rely on people just to, to ask because they're not going to. So if you want to boost that, if you want to encourage somebody to say, what do you do? The best thing that you can do is find out what their job is or what their situation is. 
because no matter what they do or no matter what their situation, there will be someone like them doing well in our industry. So you could say, oh, you're a tree surgeon. Yeah, we've got a couple of tree surgeons in our industry and in our, in our, in our business. Some of them are doing quite well. You know, that way you are not pitching your business, all right? But what you're doing, you're encouraging them to say, what do you do? And then you build that rapport by saying, well, actually, I used to be a teacher. And I did that for 20 years. Uh, back in 2004, I decided it wasn't for me. Uh, so I set up my own school, then the recession hit. Uh, and then a friend of mine actually called me. Uh, he just started a, a business um, in utilities. It was a home-based business. He asked me if I wanted to kind of get involved, and I did, and that was 10 years ago. Uh, and now I do that full-time. I'm helping people do this. I'm helping people do that. And I'm loving it. It's giving me a lot of time freedom. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of people like you uh, a couple of NHS workers who who are actually doing it, some of them part-time, some of them full-time, yeah? And then, now they know what you do. And, and if you're feeling confident, okay, you could actually say, look, I'd really value your feedback on what I'm doing, you know, as a NHS worker, as a tree surgeon. Find out what, if you find out what they do for a living early on, you can control the conversation. Look, We've got a lot of police officers in our business, in our industry, doing really well. Actually, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind your opinion as a police officer. Um, would you have a look and give me some feedback? Because that way, what you're doing is you're playing to their ego. So this is the best advice I can give you to get your opportunity in front of somebody short term without being disingenuous. Okay, Because you've got to be genuine. You, you, you do, and, and I know it's hard when we're also motivated by recruiting and gathering customers and building our empire and making money. It can, it can sometimes be quite hard. And, you know, if you look at me now, I'm genuinely interested in other people. Anyone will tell you, even if, <laughs> even if <clears throat> someone writes to me, pitches me on an idea or a business, or I'll, I'll say, look, good luck, I hope it works out for you. I, you know, and th these are people I know, there's people I know who follow me, who still send me pictures for their business. And I'll say, look, thank you so much. Looks like you're doing well. I hope it all works out for you. It's not for me right now. So I'm nice to people. I'm genuine. Okay. And I will genuinely take an interest in people. And when I do, they will take a genuine interest in me. What are you doing? Yeah. Tell me your story and I'll share my story. And I know I'm in a position to say, you know, hey, look, we've got a lot of people. You know, you can even use this on your customers. This is a great one for those of you who struggle with recruitment. OK, um, and it's, it's a little bit off topic because it's not a new connection, but it is a new business deal. And I've always said turning customers into distributors is new business. Yeah, it's not it's not current, but it's new business. OK, you've got a customer. That's business. If you get that customer to become a distributor, okay, that's new business, okay? And customers make exceptional raw material for distributors because they've already had exposures to the product, exposure to you, exposure to the business.
And then you can just use that fear of missing out to get them to look. Hey, Sally, listen, you're enjoying the products. Brilliant, great. You're happy with the way that I looked after you? Great. Listen, Sally, a lot of customers like you are registering as, as reps or partners uh, for our business. And we're paying them up to X amount for every new customer that they bring to the table. Would that benefit you and your family? Yeah. So that's a great little, that's a great little um, hook there. So, you know, customers, yeah, are in fact new business, new biz. So I would always say it's kind of the same thing, but it's a lot easier <clears throat> to recruit customers, okay, because you've already got that relationship. Whereas if you're messaging someone blind, you've got to go through that whole kind of process of earning. Do you, you know what I mean? So um, I, I wouldn't hold back from that. I wouldn't hold back from that. So, you know, I'm going to put that in with, uh, in with this. So short, again, short term. If you're looking for short term recruitment, okay, that means you don't really want to spend time having to build the relationship and build all new connections, yeah? Start piling in your customers. Start piling in your customers. Start showcasing uh, and doing market research on your products or services. Find people with a need for what you have. Get them turned on to the idea of your products. Once they're using those products, say, hey, look, loads of customers like you are getting on board with this. It's only however much it is to register. It might be free, whatever. Uh, but we're paying them X amount. Would, would that, this is a great line, would that benefit you and your family? Not what do you think, not what do you, you know, yeah, we still say what do you like best and all that kind of stuff, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And I get that if you want to still keep using it. But if you say to somebody, would that benefit you and your family, it makes it real. It makes it real because they all, they, they, they almost start to think about scarcity. Yes, it would benefit my family because it would be more money. So I want you to pop that in the comments thread. Would that benefit you and your family? That is one of the best closing lines I've ever used in my 11 years, all my coaching, all my marketing. It's very, very good because it makes people think uh, more than just themselves, more about more than just themselves. They're thinking of their partner. They're thinking of their family. They're thinking about their family issues, family troubles, and all that kind of stuff. Would that benefit you and your family? Because it's kind of hard to say to someone, "No, an extra five hundred pounds a month actually wouldn't benefit my children. They're they're absolutely fine uh, as they are at the moment. They don't need any extra money." Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, of course. An extra 500 to a thousand pounds a month would benefit my family you know of course that's what that's what they're going to think so that's a really really good i call it a closer it's a good it's a good closer okay it's a very very good closer so um <clears throat> i hope you found that useful and i i hope that your philosophy of how do i connect with new business how do i connect with new business okay how do i connect 
with new business, okay? I can send them a message, permission to connect, permission to, to share. Thanks for the comment. Very, very good for building long-term relationships, okay? Short-term, short-term. If I take an interest in what people do, I can tell them that there's other people like them who I work with, who do really well. Great for building the rapport, great for sharing your pivot story, okay? Next, new business, customers, okay? Customers, keyword, like you, okay? <laughs> That's the next keyword. So, would that benefit you and your family? You pop that. Here's another key phrase, like you. Got loads of people like you. Got lots of customers like you. Lots of police officers like you doing this. Because one of the number one reasons people don't join a business um, is because they don't think that they can do it. But once you validate it, by saying, look, other teachers, other police officers are doing it. it. It at least validates that people like them can do the business and that you don't have to be an expert salesperson or, 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 or whatever. Because that's why a lot of people think, oh my God, I'm no good at sales and you know, I've never been a top salesperson and I don't have the gift of the gab. But then you say, well, other teachers, other police officers, other tree surgeons, other electricians like you. Yeah, other, we've got a lot of people who are out of work at the moment like you doing this from all backgrounds, okay? So, like you, and would that benefit you and your family are really, really, really powerful ways of getting people to think and getting people to, to close. Because we all know people struggle making decisions <clears throat> that will improve their situation further on down the road. Okay. Most people make what I call now decisions. They make poor short-term decisions. That means most people actually make decisions on what will make life easier for them today. Yeah. Whereas I always try and make, I always try and do something every day that I know is, is, is I just don't want to do because I'm not going to reap the rewards for God knows how long. Yeah. So I always try and do one thing every day which I know isn't going to pay me today or next week or next month. Yeah. So, so anyway, look, uh, I hope you found that useful. And as always, I really appreciate you guys giving up your time this evening uh, to come and get some skills, some values, some knowledge, some understanding. Hopefully you guys can apply it. Um, please also do feel free to get in touch with me. Uh, if you've ever tried any of the scripts or lines or techniques or strategies that I've taught, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's worked for you, you know, write to me and let me know because I love that. It means a lot. So uh, anyway, enjoy the rest of the weather. Uh, stay safe, all right? Be sensible, have fun, um, work up a nice tan, make sure you put your Factor 50 on, don't burn. And um, yeah, if you need me, you know where I am and I'll look forward to seeing you on the next line. See you soon. Bye.